great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dice, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of eloquentonline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? What if your brand wasn't the biggest brand in town? What if there were other brands that did basically the same thing that you do, but had more employees, more marketing dollars, more branch locations? Would that discourage you? Would that keep you from pursuing your best? Well, it doesn't when it comes to Buckeye State Credit Union. We're going to visit with the CEO of Buckeye State Credit Union, Michael Abernathy Jr., and he's going to talk to us about how this credit union, as he put it, has been punching above their weight class for a long time. It's a great story and a great object lesson in that you don't have to be the biggest brand to be the best. You don't have to have 10,000 employees to have a close personal connection with your audience of member owners. I've enjoyed getting to know Michael off the air. One of the things that the interview with Michael is, is reminding me of that there is a tremendous change in generational leadership occurring right now, probably in all industries, but certainly in the industry that I spend the most time paying attention to, the banking industry, and that people in my generation, Generation X, or those right on the, right on the line, as I think Michael is, he's right on the line of a Gen Xer and a millennial, but this transfer from the baby boomers to a new generation of leadership, I think it's very exciting. I think Generation X is uniquely suited to these times because we've lived in both worlds. We had to build a business or work for a brand at a time without all the trappings that we have today, without technology, without social media, without the instantaneous ability to get our balance on our phones using nothing more than facial recognition. When I started in banking, facial recognition to check your balance on a little handheld computer was purely science fiction. Well, things have certainly changed since Michael Abernathy got into the banking business, but he and his team at Buckeye State Credit Union are doing a great job up in Akron, Ohio, and I'm looking forward to talking to him, and we're going to do it all right after this. For over 12 years, conference quality information without the rubber chicken dinner, the death by PowerPoint, the hangover, and without the expense report. This is the one and only Power Performance Podcast. Yes, speaking of Akron, Ohio, there's Chrissy Hine out front of the great band, The Pretenders, and we're going up to Akron, Ohio right now, where they are building financial security together. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. Jason, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, we're We're looking forward to it. It's been a while. It's been a while since we had a guest from the great state of Ohio. Hey, Mike, tell us about your career in banking up to this point. Sure. It started uh, all the way back when I was in college, and uh, it seems like I have this really straight line where I started off as a teller, 
went to being a loan officer to a manager to getting into mortgage lending, commercial lending, then I became an executive, and somehow I got to be CEO someday. <laughs> and ultimately, ultimately, you know, in the process, though, there was a lot of trial and error, a lot of risk and reward, some failure, but mm. a lot of lessons yep. learned that I've been able to carry throughout my career and believe me, uh, if you look at a resume, it's like, oh, well, that's just a very convenient straight line. But really, I'll tell you, lots of tough lessons, but a lot of things learned that has really carried me into today. So that's, that's really the quick and dirty of the story. Well, i got to tell you, we've had over 300 CEOs on the show. I'm always intrigued by the CEOs that started out as a teller. Mike, I just think that gives you such a, such a great understanding of your staff. No one can say you don't know what it's like to be a teller. Could you still go downstairs and process a deposit if you had to? <laughs> you know, uh, I'd probably struggle through it, but I could absolutely do it. But I could, I, I, could, I, can, I could not agree with you more. Having the ability to be at the ground level, to see the retail side, and understanding what the folks in your retail locations are working with and dealing with is, is really important and understanding what's important to the membership as well. And just having right. that really one-on-one -on -one and direct line of, of contact with all the people you're working with, whether it's the member, whether it's the employees, whether it's uh, people in the community coming in and stopping in, it gives you a pulse of what's going on in those particular communities that, that you can't get anywhere else. So it's very important, in my opinion, that, that any executive of, of any level have that opportunity to really touch that side of the business. I totally agree with you. Uh, Buckeye State Credit Union, it continues to prosper amidst competition from every big-name banking brand. Ohio is a huge, rapidly growing state. You have all the gigantic credit unions up there, and yet you guys continue to do really well. Tell us how you do it. I'll tell you what, Jason, we, we make a commitment to being different. Uh, and so w what that really means is uh, it's a multitude of, of things. Really how we lend is how we lead with it. We do focus on an underserved community, and we work in those low to moderate income communities, and, and knowing that those are the folks that are going to need the help the most, but they're often the ones who are left behind the most. So we really make it our priority to try and find solutions for these folks that will help them get ahead, not bury them like some predatory lenders, but give them a chance to start improving their credit, giving them advice and counseling them and, and showing them a roadmap and building a roadmap with them and to build that success. I mean, this is what building financial security is, is, is doing it together and being able to create that roadmap to getting them to financial success. You know, there's, there's a lot of different things when it comes to being different and committing to different. You know, we look different. You walk into a branch, you know, we're trying to pop colors and, and, and look different, you know, just from an aesthetic point of view, but our staff dresses what we call smart social casual. They're wearing jeans every day. They look like, wow. uh, you know, the people that walk in the door. So the message we're trying to send is that we are a Main Street financial institution that's here for the Main Street consumer, not some Wall Street bank that is trying to deal in the much higher levels of commercial banking or wealth management. 
Our focus is on the everyday working person who walks in the door. That is that's brilliant. Imagine that, uh, reflecting the very member owners that you want to do business with. I think that is incredibly fascinating. Um, like I mentioned, you know, you're not the biggest credit union in the state of Ohio, but if you could get every CEO of every community banking brand that is in your asset range, in other words, not the biggest brand in the room, if you could get all those people in one place, in one room, what would your advice as the CEO of your community banking brand be to them on how to prosper long-term? I would focus in on this thing. In business, and it doesn't matter whether it's in banking, being a credit union, or any other business, you have three options in business. You can be better than, you can be less than, or you can be different than. So mm. when, you're looking at, when you're looking at businesses our size, it's going to be very difficult to compete with the, the largest of the banks when it comes to wealth management and commercial banking and private banking. So what we have to identify is where can we be different and make a solid, strong commitment to being different. But what also goes with that is being authentic. I came up through some of the largest banks, and it was a very robotic atmosphere. And I remember working at a top five bank in the country, and they absolutely spent years just beating this thing into them about this quote-unquote conversation that has to take place. And you go through certifications, and they beat it into you like you're a robot until you just kind of regurgitate the language they want you to, to put out there. And that's not being authentic. That's not being you and the thing about trying to do business with the main street consumer is they're going to see right through it, and they're not going to be comfortable with it, and they have to be able to trust. And in order to trust, they need to believe that they're getting the authentic you. So when you're thinking about being different, sometimes being different is actually just being yourself and not being afraid to be yourself. So if I could boil it down to anything, to any credit union or any community bank, it's have a commitment to finding your different and do it by being authentically and unapologetically you. That, to me, is going to drive your business and get you recognized and get the attention on you in a positive light and people wanting to do business with you. Wow, that is, that is so well put. You know, in every, in every city, in every micropolitan area, You'll have Domino's and Papa John's and Pizza Hut and the big guys, but there's always this local pizza place that is better than all of those big guys. And so we call those things boutique brands. Does that, does that term boutique brand, that doesn't offend you, does it? No, not at all. I think that it's actually a great compliment because, you know, again, like you said, Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's are in every community – but you have that, and it's funny, you and I uh, share that term micropolitan. It's funny, you're the only other person on this planet I know that uses that term. You were, you were the but, only um, other person that used it when I talked to you in the, in the setup, too, which is why I wanted to make sure I worked it into the conversation. So, so I, you know, and you, you resonate with that because I think of just the local pizza joint where, where I live. People come from all over the state to come and get it. And it's, it's right. one of those, it's like they're not like the others. They're so different. The taste of the pizza, the way they make the pizza, 
and the way they deliver it is so different, and it's a, it, it becomes more of an experience. And that exactly. is a great model for people to try and replicate is delivering different, deliver it in a way that's, you know, an exceptional differentiating experience and just be authentic and unapologetically yourself. And, and, and this brand that I think of absolutely touches that, and that's a great point that you just made. Well, let me ask you this. Everyone knows that Buckeye State Credit Union has great rates on auto loans. So let me ask you, Mike, what was your first car because nobody ever forgets? Oh, my goodness gracious. A 1988 <laughs> Grand Marquis. It was bright red, and it looked like it looked like I could take it straight from the road to the lake, and it would just float. It was amazing. <laughs> One of those boats, right? I remember the I remember the Grand Marquis. Those are those are big cars, folks. You could pretty much get every employee of uh, your largest credit union in Ohio in the back seat of one of those cars. A huge, huge, huge car. And of course, uh, the show is called The Power of Performance. When, when you're in the car by yourself and you're listening to music, what are some of your favorite bands? What's some of your favorite kind of music to listen to? Well, I'll tell you, I, I, I used to listen to a lot of music, but anymore I'm, I'm caught up listening to podcasts and I listen to ah. uh, different audiobooks. But I'll tell you what, I am a, a child of the, the 90s. I graduated high school in 98. So 90s alternative is still my go-to. I, I really enjoy anything that's 90s alternative, and then you start to get maybe a few years later. Foo Fighters was definitely one of my favorite bands and still is to this day. Well, I told Mike, I don't know a whole lot about the Foo Fighters, although I do remember that they were the band that inducted my favorite band, Rush, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame back in 2013. I asked Mike a question I've been asking a lot of people about the consolidation of the credit union league system into one national league. And, and he said he, was, he wasn't ready to go that far yet, that certainly the league system needs to be reevaluated and reimagined, but he felt that the largest credit unions would have too much influence in that kind of situation. And, and he's in Ohio, where they have a very, very good league. I spoke at two Ohio Credit Union League events back in the day, and they were bo both very well run. But as we were wrapping up the conversation, I mentioned to him something that he had said struck a chord with me, and I was thinking about a time where I had paid off my vehicle, but just to see what the terms were like, I went to one of those, you know, we'll give you cash on your title kind of places, and I was never going to accept it. I just wanted to see if it was as bad as everyone says. Well, I guess what they call payday lenders, it, it was worse than what I thought. It was legalized fiduciary theft, and it sparked a, a second conversation about the things that Buckeye State Credit Union has done for its member owners, and something that you can tell Mike is really passionate about. Yeah, I, I, and, and I totally agree with your sentiment, and the one thing that we've, we've done a similar uh, study as you have, we actually sent people out to different payday lenders and these title lenders just to go through that same experience. The one thing we found is that you walk in, and they always have a smile. And if you think about yeah. <laughs> consumers who are walking in, they're not smiling generally. They're, they're desperate. They need something. And for that moment, that payday lender or that title lender provides hope. Now, the reality sits in later, and you're like, my God, I can't make this payment. And you get caught in a cycle. So what, what we really try to focus on 
that what we try to focus on is, you know, we're not looking at just, you know, your credit score, debt to income, or loan to value. Those are a few factors in a, a very deep analytical process. But we will lend into the low 500. And what we're finding wow. is our delinquency rates are actually pretty good. We're getting favorable terms. We're saying, no, you don't need to make, you know, weekly payments. And no, you don't have to come make one payment in person so I can inspect your car and make sure it's still running. Right. <laughs> You're going to make a payment just like anybody else, and we're going to treat you like a human. And, and we're going to give you that same hope, and we're going to treat you with that same respect that anybody else would get. And we're still going to give you hope, but we're going to give you that hope with a plan and a roadmap to keep improving so that you can get yourself into the desired situation that you've always wanted to be in. That's how we want to do business, not just walk in and say, hey, we got this money, eh, the terms are over here, but we're going to give you hope. No, that's not how we operate. Let's talk about climbing that credit mountain, and let's get from 520 to 590 to 650 to over 700, and we have so many examples of that just in the last three, four, five years of people who have completely rebounded their credit and have gone from getting a 15% rate on a car to 3% on a car. And wow. it's, you can't imagine the thousands of dollars they save and, and just the true, like, I never thought I could do it, you know, type of mindset. And now these are the most loyal and faithful members because we lived up to our promise on that of helping them climb that credit mountain, creating that roadmap to getting to financial security. So I, I love talking about that stuff. I'm very passionate. It makes me very emotional. And it's, it's what we really stand for here at Buckeye. Well, I love that. Building financial security together. You can hear the passion in Mike's voice. His name is Michael F. Abernathy, Jr., if you want to find him out on LinkedIn. He is the CEO of Buckeye State Credit Union, but he started out as a teller. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for joining us on the Power of Performance podcast. My pleasure, Jason. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a great job. I knew we had to go back to Well, as I've mentioned a couple times on the show, you know, after 12 years, you have to start asking yourself, you know, when are you going to hang this up? And when you hear people talking as passionately and earnestly about what they're doing at their community banking brand, the way you heard Mike talking, I don't know. It's just how do you give something like that up? That was just genuine stuff. There. When we record these calls, I tell people, just pretend we're talking on the phone. They're not, Mike wasn't trying to impress anybody. He was having a conversation with me about his career and his credit union and how they're making a difference up there in Akron, Ohio. What, have I re what I've referred to many times is that enigmatic Midwestern genius. There's just something different about it in that part of the world and good on Buckeye State Credit Union. Yes, I know I said we were having one of the co-creators of the Madden football franchise coming up, but I've decided to redo that show and focus solely on the creation of the Madden football game. So that episode will be coming up probably in May because next week we have our Bank Like a Champion Today show with my buddy John Wilkening, speaking of enigmatic Midwestern genius, and that will be next week. 
I want to thank you all for listening to the Power of Performance podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more, helping them build financial security, going from a 520 credit score to a 720 credit score? That'll do it. And even though it makes Jim Nussel and everybody at CUNA and NAPQ and Filene text their therapist when I say it, my name is Jason Dias. And until next we speak, I'll talk to you all next week. Take care.